Hello, Lauren Hubelay here with my colleague Susie Killian, um, an episode of Restoring Immunity with Jim on Pets. Today we're going to be exploring an extract that we like to use to harmonize the autonomic nervous system. And Susie and I have been um, making our way through the extracts that we suggest you use for the central nervous system. And I believe the recommendation is, and Susie, you can certainly chime in here, that folks will want to choose one from those first extracts for the central nervous system. And then we're going to add an extract for the autonomic nervous system to build out that protocol. Susie, would that be enough? Alignment with your thoughts? Exactly, exactly in alignment. Yes, start with the previous sort of grounding extracts for the central nervous system and then kind of see where the nervous system seems to be settling in our pets, you know, where if we can tell bodily wise, it's settling or what part of the body and then kind of choose one of these autonomic extracts that we're beginning to discuss now to add into the protocol. Yeah, beautiful. So if you've been following our podcast, you know that we did a recording on fig and fig would show up when um, pets are having digestive disturbances. Today, we have um, an extract, Hawthorne, and Hawthorne um, is known for its action on the heart. And I'll be very interested to hear what Susie has to say here, but let me share a little bit from the Materia Medica perspective is um, I, um, Hawthorne is both a harmonizer for the heart um, for the autonomic nervous system, but also the central nervous system. It particularly harmonizes the response of the sympathetic state. So when um, a human might be habitually um, programmed to go into fight or flight, flight state in, um, when encountering um, a threat or fear, what Hawthorne does is circumvent that and, and say, hey, we're going to help you move through the sympathetic state and get you back to a nice state of ventral vagal where you feel safe and secure in your environment. It, it works almost like a beta blocker disrupting or preventing this response. So in humans that might need Hawthorne for their um, autonomic nervous system, they're going to feel the experience of tension or um, fear in the heart region. Um, but um, Susie, I'm super curious on where you're going to go with this for pets. Um, and Susie, does it make sense to share a little bit about the physical responses of Hawthorne on improving the actions of the heart right now? Or is, does that not really come into play when we're talking about pets? Mm, no, I think I think it I think it comes into play. I think we could touch upon it after. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think okay, so. Yeah. Let's talk about Hawthorne yeah. though as um, in a microdose for the nervous system. What do you yeah. have to say about yeah. this great exercise? Oh, you know, it's one of my faves, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> I just 
I just love Hawthorne and all I can do is just feel love actually when I think about Hawthorne, you know, I really feel that Hawthorne is an extract that um, I think it infuses love to be quite mm -hmm. literal and to the point and pretty, pretty basic. So, I mean, it does, as you were mentioning, affect the physical heart for sure. But because of that, because it affects the physical heart, it also affects the emotional heart. So I think when we're, you know, thinking about pets, we're, we're, we're considering any situation that might involve sort of heart chakra issues or emotional issues related to the heart, you know? Um, so I think it stimulates the healing power of love in an animal, the same as it would in a human. And it, it opens the heart, you know, and sort of, I see it as cleansing the heart of negativity. So I would think of, of Hawthorne for animals in situations where there's perhaps some disharmony or conflict between animals in the home. Oh, wow. You know, which That's a great idea. Yeah, which, right, that comes up a lot, I think. <laughs> You know, and maybe putting in, infusing the animal with love can mitigate mm. some of those circumstances, you know? Hmm. Hmm. What a wonderful way to think of it rather than punishment, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rather than, hey, what's wrong here? Like what, right. what, like by looking at it from the negative aspect, but maybe putting in it's like we're giving the animal yeah. what is needed you know that 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 sense of love you know and instead of the uh saying hey are what's what's the matter here are you right. Right. are you angry are you mad what's you know yeah 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 whether rather than reprimanding you're offering what's needed right Right, right. A softening, you know, just really mm -hmm. bringing, just, just literally bringing love into the situation. <laughs> so I, mean, I think that's one, I think that's one really good possible, you know, use for Hawthorne. Um, you know, Susie, as you're saying that, and I may be jumping ahead, so I apologize, but have you used that with animals who tend to, um, you know, snap at, at, at someone or an owner or something along that lines out of fear. They have no intention of biting, but they're just warning. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It could be used in that situation. Um, I am currently testing that out actually <laughs> <laughs> with, with my little rescue dog who can be a little snappy. Um, okay. And I don't know the reason why, you know, I couldn't, he's a rescue and, you know, that's it. Sometimes we don't, we don't know. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So more to, more to come with that. But yeah, I, I think, I think why not? You're, you're, you're get you're, you're kind of freeing. It's just, you're freeing the heart. You're, it, it actually, you know, I think that relates what you said, Lauren, to the idea of trust. 
Right. You know, I think Hawthorne opens one up to trust. And mm. so, of course, so it can open the animal up to trust. Mm. So mm. what you're talking about, what you bring up is that could very well stem from a sort of lack of trust. And, of course. you know, like, situ like rescues, I mean, for this trust issue would be great for rescues or, or animals that you maybe that you do know have been neglected or some mis past mistreatment or abuse or exactly the situation that you were bringing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Susie, what about like a pet that's lost their owner or their fellow pet that shares the home? Definitely, definitely touches upon grief for sure, for sure. So I think it would be one of the first ones, you know, that I would think about. I mean, fig that we spoke about last week also is good for grief. I mean, you know, there are a handful that could be used, but because Hawthorne is so connected to that heart and the heart center and issues of the heart, um, it's a beautiful choice to consider when a pet has lost a, a, a pet, a pet friend, you know, a pet family, or or they're one of their persons, mm. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like every shelter animal could use Hawthorne in their water, right? Yeah, I think it would go a long way, actually. I mean, mm. yeah, just it, it, it just it's calming effect too, you know, because it is working with the nervous system in the way, in the way that it does, that it's, it really, again, so many kind of touch anxiety and, and nervous tension and things like that. But, you know, Hawthorne, if we're seeing that in an animal and we can, and we can tell that their heart rate is increasing or their heart yeah. rate is going, this Hawthorne would, would be the one to go to because you, it's hitting right. We know the physical heart as well as the emotional heart. So, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it does it, it does affect all functioning of the heart as you were bringing up in the beginning. So, yeah. So we know on a physical level, folks, that Hawthorne is beautiful at normalizing blood pressure and the rhythm of the heart the contraction of the heart, the conduction speed and the electrical impulses of the heart. So if you have a pet that is having physical challenges with the heart, you might want to look to Hawthorne um, in a higher dose. And we're certainly going to talk about those organ remedies later on. Right now, what Susie and I are doing is we're touching in uh, on the nervous system because if we can address the nervous system in our pets first. We can um, lighten the load tremendously of um, any symptoms they have that are directly related there. And once we clear that up, then we will know, oh, this issue really is in the deterioration of an organ. So we need to restore the organ. But by working with the nervous system, we can just right away take a, take care of things that are emotionally charged or um, a matter of miscommunication because the system isn't working um, properly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
a rapid increase in heart rate or heartbeat doesn't necessarily imply that there's is something wrong with the heart functioning you know that's a nervous that's a nervous system response yeah. that's yes Susie thank so you for bringing that up I think that's really important because so often um and and uh, so often we we jump to the you know, heavier lifting, you know, the, situ the, the solution has to be complicated, right? right? And we can have these really simple solutions, but listen, all of us here listening and on the two of us on this call have had circumstance where our heart rate increases because of an emotional circumstance, right? Yeah. Yeah, you yep. get some bad news or you're shocked or, you know, you name it. And um, that doesn't mean you're having heart problems that mean right. the message to your heart says speed up there's some trouble here that you're going to have to deal with right 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 so yeah imagine an, an animal being having a fright you know or i mean you know an altercation let's say they had an altercation with a another animal outside that they don't know you know as we always hear about happening in dog parks or on walks yeah. or something like that yeah. you know and there you're going to get that nervous system response and um Hawthorne I think can really provide some protection you know in those situations right to be able to kind of adapt to that sort of stressor well, and it provides the cues of safety that will tell the heart, hey, we're okay. Right. You can slow down, right? Right. right. So hard and so fast. Right. Wow, Susie, this is great. I love talking about Hawthorne too. It is one of my favorite e extracts. Anything else you think folks should know about it or dosing instructions? Mm, I mean, I think it also is good for sleep, um, we didn't, but into, you know, to help normalize sleep. But I think the dosing is the same, you know, as with any extract that we are microdosing for the nervous system. I think we, I, I would always begin with one drop. Sure. And, and then assess, yeah. you know, I give it five days or so and just kind of observe and, and see how your pet is reacting. Yeah. Great. Beautiful. Hello, Lauren Hubelay here with my colleague, Susie Killian, um, an episode of Restoring Immunity with Jim Pets. Today, we're going to be exploring an extract that we like to use to harmonize the autonomic nervous system. And Susie and I have been um, making our way through the extracts that we suggest you use for the central nervous system. And I believe the recommendation is, and Susie, you can certainly chime in here, that folks will want to choose one from those first extracts for the central nervous system. And then we're going to add an extract for the autonomic nervous system to build out that protocol. Susie, would that be enough?